0: Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint
1: through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness.
0: Because ultimately, we're spiritual
1: beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Happy New Year. This is our first episode in 2020. I feel like this is going to be one of, you know, a couple hundred hopefully this year. We'll see how we'll see how the episodes flow out. This is an amazing episode because this is kind of the overview of 2020, showing you what's going to fall apart, what is going to stay, and how to really be the creator of your own game instead of being the one walking through it. I went into a channel and I gave you um, a toolkit for your practice to help you really get in tune with your body and move away from the constant repetitiveness of your mind and your ego. So sit down, get a glass of coffee, some water, enjoy this episode and take note of the channel meditation that we gave you halfway through. Enjoy. Happy new year. We're in 2020. Isn't that hard to believe?
0: I can't believe it's 2020 already.
1: I saw something on Instagram the other day and it's like, we're closer to 2050 as we are 1990.
0: The same distance.
1: Same distance. Yeah, yeah, I
0: saw that too. I know. Isn't that bizarre? I feel like 2050 was like one of those years that was always in like the futuristic movies where they'd be like, in 2050.
1: Even 2020 seems wild to me. 2020. But on a soul level, on an energy level, on like just a life level, this is honestly a year. That I feel we've been waiting for. And I feel that every year people are always like, This is the year. This is yeah. when I'm gonna make all the changes. This is when everything's gonna happen. And then you get flooded on social media with the <laughs> whole tight tap if this is the year that you're gonna or respond yes in comments. Yes. This is your year. But and then it, what happens? November rolls around. And you're like <laughs> another year's gone. Yeah. High. Fuck. I haven't done anything. I haven't changed anything. So here's the thing, like a year ago at this exact moment, I was spiraling and I was um, moving into a week where it was the darkest week of my life. When I uh, went through a dark period that I can hardly remember where I contemplated taking my life and didn't realize or think that anything was worth living anymore because I was in such a release of my old self. I was letting go of everything that, uh, used to be me. And I was really moving into the rebirth that I'm experiencing now. And I remember personally, I was, you know, reading all the energy reports and people Mm -hmm. that resonated with me and it was hard to read that we were moving into a year that was what, what 2019 was, was the creator year. And that was creating your uh, highest self. Mm-hmm. And to create your highest self, you had to peel away the layers, you had to surrender, you had to let go, you had to look at your shadow self, your ego, in a way that, let's be honest, for me, I avoid it most of my life or was unaware that that even existed to know how to do that. So I really, really avoid it. Anybody who put out any type of, you know, truth Mm -hmm. forecast that said that it was going to be that type of year, because let's be honest, I wanted it to be everything but what it was.
0: Well, I was going to say that would probably be pretty daunting for someone that's already not in a positive mindset and a mindset that you think you'd have to be in to create that for yourself to then see that no it's only going to get darker from here that was probably what your mind was telling you at that time.
1: I mean, yeah. And like, even with my gifts and being able to access all that I could, my ego was still, um, I hadn't really fully understood my ego. That was what 2019 was all about. So I was like really confused. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like I really, really felt that 2019 was going to be this like amazing year. And of course, like every year can be amazing. It's all about how, the perception of it is. And it's funny because I went into 2019 keying it as the worst year of my life. And when I left it, I would say it was the best because I did so much work in those 12 linear months that I got to a point of compassion and gratitude for what I went through for the whole entire year. Right. So 2019 was an awareness year. Um, I think you could say that too about your life Carly and anyone else could if you really really reflect and see what was the awareness Mm -hmm. that was brought to you in 2019
0: or the awareness of the lack of awareness in certain situations right
1: right yeah so 2019 was to break down everything that no longer served you and bring the awareness through of who you truly are the essence of who you truly are to now be into 2020 where you come into full alignment with your soul.
0: Well and weren't you just saying something to earlier today Coco how whatever is not meant to be in 2020 will leave. So anything that you are pushing that you are holding on to really tightly there is a reason that it's trying to leave so allow it.
1: Yeah and here's the thing that was really crumbling for me in 2019. So the bulk of that really started in 2019. And if you use the energy of 2019 to let that go, it was the energy was cohesive. It was like the mail to your sandwich. You know, it was complimentary. The energy of 2019 to really let that of which no longer served you, or that was showing you a dismantling Mm -hmm. was meant to happen in 2019. Right. So in me, my entire old life dismantled and I let it. And every single person that no longer stayed in that that energy, I let them go. I did not chase anybody. I did not allow my people pleasing wound to, you know, chase at all the things, right? right? And I can say the same for you because you left your career. Yep. Your awareness. Awareness. Just everything. Anything that just was no
0: longer serving, I just no longer have time for. And it's just amazing because now the result of that is we've opened up room and space for those that do that are in alignment, that are here uh, to be our support system, that are meant to be part of our story.
1: Yeah, and so we, for whatever reason, you know, in our soul's journey or through our own strength, we use the complementary energy to do that. And let me tell you, for the nine months that I sat in my house and really dug deep, I was like, you know, f my life, like this is so intense. Like this is not for the faint of heart. All the vocabulary, all the words that I had, but the energy pushed me, pushed me through, cleared me out all of the um all of the astrology and everything that was needed was in perfect complementary for twenty nineteen for me to evolve into twenty twenty.
0: I think it's kind of like a, a wave, right? So yes. it's like you're in the ocean and let's say you're just standing there and the waves are just hitting you, hitting you, hitting you. But that same velocity of water, if you just flowed with it and went with the wave and caught on to the wave and flowed with it, it's no longer destructive and hurting you. You're just going along for the ride. So that's what that's what you did and what I did in the sense of letting go and just getting our floaty and floating along.
1: Yeah. And my partner would say to me many times last, last year, when I would like start to panic or I'd start to freak out, he'd say, now, if you are in the middle of the lake right now, and he'd like bring me to the window and make me look over at the lake. And he'd say, so imagine you're out there in the middle of the lake right now. And you're, you, you can't swim. Like you're struggling. Okay. What, what will cause you to drown? the struggle the, panic. the yeah. panic yeah the struggle absolutely yeah if you just relax and you just settle in that is when you know the undercurrent pushes you to shore and you naturally float yes yeah and it took me a long time to grasp that because i was so programmed and so conditioned to struggle to grab to cling. You know, I'm seeing the vision of, you know, off the side of the cliff and there's dirt underneath your fingernails because Mm -hmm. you think that that is what you need. Your ego is telling you that. So why I'm starting this um, episode with that is because 2020 unfortunately is not complimentary energy to letting go. (laughs) I'm just going to say To what
0: we just talked about. Yes.
1: So I'm not here to scare you. I'm not here to um, make you feel the feelings that I felt at the beginning of 2019. I'm here to tell you that you can either float in the middle of the lake and realize that you need to surrender and let go to the things that are not in alignment with you, or you can be on the side of the cliff with the dirt under your nails by the end of this year trying to cling. Mm
0: -hmm. And I can tell you that the, the, uh, letting it go is definitely the, uh, the better option here, but Coco. So if someone, you know, they're listening right now and they're like, okay, I hear you. Yeah. But like, what, like, what does that mean now? Like, like give us the the analogy, let's use the cliff, for example, how how do we make this work? How do we make 2020 work for those of us that want to make it work?
1: Okay. So one of the things that is coming to me the most right now is relationships, I think that a lot of us, well, let's rephrase that. All of us at certain points in our life have clung to relationship because we felt that they're the one or one of the biggest things that I've heard and I experienced myself, but I just talked to somebody a couple weeks ago about their, you know, 10, 11 year relationship and it's, and it's struggling and it's, it's being pounded on. And to be honest, they know. They yeah. know in their body and in their soul that it's done, but the one excuse that we give ourselves is time.
0: Well, that and potential. Yeah. You, you look at the, the other individual that you're in the relationship with and you're like, oh, but he or she had times where they were like this and it was so good. And that's what you cling on to. And it's basically, there's a song um, by Danielle Bradbury, who's a country country music artist. And one of her lines says, I'm in love with your potential.
1: Yeah. And that's what it is. And the illusion of you, you know, it's the illusion. Um, I think that that is a thing is, is the feeling of what that person could be for you. But one of the biggest things that is a trap of the mind and the ego too is time. Mm -hmm. So it's, I've been with this person for, you know, 10 years.
0: I've invested so much time Time that I have to
1: just you know, give them one more shot and I have to try and make it work. And, you know, I can attest that I said that more times than I care to even admit where I had said in previous relationships, you know, well, there's so much time here. There's so much time. The, at least I owe him more work, more chances because there's so much time. And you know in our personal conversations me and my partner we always kind of giggle because you will see relationships out there um especially you know um couples who have been together you know 40 50 years and they sleep in separate bedrooms or they're just together for the kids or... I was
0: watching a reality show the other night and the parents they lived at two different homes but were still married
1: yeah that happens a lot because like no they...
0: judgment but like what <laughs>
1: And I mean that's and I mean if that's like you know modern modern uh, coupling then great, but the intention the intention the intention behind, the intention behind, it. behind yeah. it is people are staying together for fifty years and then you get a letter what from the queen congratulating you you. get a letter
0: from the queen. Yeah.
1: When my grandparents and stuff celebrated their anniversary, you get a letter, you can apply to get a letter from the queen saying happy 50 years together. Really? So isn't that interesting in the programming and conditioning that we have of the world that it's like, oh, we're going to celebrate time, but he could have been, or she could have been you know, an asshole to you for 50 years. And you're doing it for a letter. You've been (laughs) been unhappy for 50 years. No, you're doing it for time. Yeah. You're doing it because, well, all the things that you've been told by your lineage, you're doing this because you have no idea what consciously it means to be in a healthy relationship free of narcissistic and childhood conditioning and Mm patterning. You attract the same wounds that you are seeking. Right. So wounds attract wounds. And when you come from, um, you know, a narcissist parent or relationship growing up, you've developed these patterns and wounds that you start feeling that, uh, high from that reaction from mm-hmm. those, um, those relationships. Right. So you don't know what life is like in a healthy situation. So you seek and you stay in the same cycle that it gets so embedded that you don't know what it's like to be on the other side.
0: And then almost what happens too is like the extremities of that situation. So let's say it's a really bad relationship you know, they do one nice thing and you cling to that. Yes. And it's like you don't know, you honestly don't know what a good relationship is because your version of a good relationship to you is actually a really bad relationship to another con- conscious couple. Yes. Right. It's just the like the um the perception and the contrast you have to compare it to. So, in
1: 2020, I feel that relationships are going to be a huge highlight for people because a lot of people have also got into relationships unconsciously mm-hmm. out of convenience and out of wounds. Like mm-hmm. I'm lonely or yeah. I'm hurt or I don't want to look at myself and they have put themselves into comfort zones based on finances, based yeah. on status and based on appearances of what everyone else looks at you. So part of 2020 energy is if it's not authentic and if it is not in true alignment with your soul, and if it is not, you know, truly, um, like you're not seeking like ego validation, it's, it's, it's going, it's going to crumble. So if you're, you know, doing anything in this light in this year, that is for ego. It is for, you know, out of fear, it is going to be the exact thing that manifests back into your life tenfold. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, because it's almost like every
0: single time, um, let's say you're in a bad relationship and you leave it, unless you fully healed why you were in that previous bad relationship, you're going to end up in another one. And it'll probably be worse because what's happening now is your guides are trying to wake you up and say, hey, what's going on? We're going to keep putting you in these situations and they're going to get more and more intense to wake you up
1: to it. Yes, and... You're going to build the same foundation and the same bricks of the the house onto another house. It's basically
0: like just moving the foundation. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't like this street no longer. It's no longer serving me, but I'm going to take that foundation of that horrible house and put it on my new street. And it'll be great because it's a new street. Yes. No, but you're still going to have that crack in the foundation. Your plumbing still is not going to work and your roof is still going to have a leak. Yes. The new street doesn't
1: change that. So that's going to be a big big pounding theme in 2020 is the excuses that you're telling yourself, the masks that you're wearing, the glasses that you have on are really going to be forced and pushed to um, come off. And it's not easy. It's not. It's not um, It's not enjoyable by any nature. But when you actually do the work and you face that and you're like, okay, so I'm going to use Carly as an example. She has been single for quite some time now. If we were going to go into time, like we're not talking months. We're probably talking.
0: Well, yeah, like I dated, but to actually have a relationship, committed. I would say going on probably two and a half, three yes. years. Yeah.
1: But now Carly has been doing the work for that long. And now she knows and she's comfortable with herself. She's now loving herself. And I would say that she is conscious that now she's going to attract a conscious couple coupling relationship where her partner is not going to be the same of what she attracted before because she realized that the patterns were kind of there and it was Mm -hmm. rooted to father wound. It was Mm -hmm. rooted to self-worth wound. So she was attracting that vibration of people. Now that she has done the work, even though it was excruciating and most of 2019 for her personally was, was, was working on that. She is now going to attract the energy and the conscious relationship that she has been seeking. And when she is now in that energy with that partner, when that does align, I know I can't speak for you, but I know that you're going to look back and be like, I'm so thankful I did that.
0: Oh, for sure. Even now, like I'm even noticing when I'm in situations where, you know, like about socially and there's people around, the people that I am attracted to, it has also changed, yes. which is super interesting. Like everyone has their type, but my my type has changed mm-hmm. for the better.
1: Yes, yeah. So we're using um, our analogies as examples to you. So if your relationship is something that is rocky, or you haven't been wanting to face it, and you're terrified of, you know, where am I going to live if you live together? Finances, all the things that is your mind making up stories to keep you stuck, Mm -hmm. to keep you in the same energy that you have always been in. So when you release that and let that go, honestly, more energy and space will be made for it to flow, to bring you to the place that you always wanted to. You just have to surrender. You know, it is possible to have all that you seek. It is possible to be in full alignment in a conscious relationship. And to be honest, I'm in one, and I never knew this existed until I got in one. And my relationship took years of mm-hmm. work on individual work yeah. to then couple together consciously and realize that he has his wounds, I have my wounds and I don't seek anything from him and vice versa.
0: Yeah, and I think too before we get too far along so I think that's a really good topic to continue talking about but just to circle back a little bit when we were talking about not leaving someone uh because of finances etc etc a big thing for me in my previous relationship why I didn't leave was because of those reasons was oh my gosh we live together we have a beautiful home I'm going to leave my lifestyle was going to change those are all egoic things Mm -hmm. so oftentimes it's really interesting if you are you know unhappy in a relationship but you're staying for these reasons sit down and think about is it because of my ego? Is it because of comfort or is it truly because my, this is what my soul wants? And you will know right away. Like, and this is the thing too, if you question it, it's a no, you got to leave. Like when you are in a conscious relationship, there's no questioning because the person is always there and they're there to support you, not take from you. So as soon as you're in a relationship where you're being taken from, it becomes ego because that makes you more comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm hundred percent. So, yeah. So that's that's one of the big things is relationships are gonna be all over the board, um, this year and also friendships, you know? That's
0: huge business partners, yes. friendships, colleagues, I don't know, your freaking I don't know practitioner where <laughs> you go to any type of relationship yeah. that
1: you have that is not in alignment with you is going to be a subject to go and you've got to let them you know and that that is a hard hard thing and again I've it's something that I've walked as well I've had You know, so many people leave my life and I've just let them. I just, you let them walk away. I don't chase them because it makes room for somebody else. And, you know, being um, awake and aware and conscious, you know, you do vibrate at that other frequency. And when you vibrate at that other frequency, You know, people are not going to vibe with you and they're just going to fall away. And that's okay because this is a year of attracting the people who are meant to be in your 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 soul family, your soul community. You're going to find the people who who get it and who mm. get you and you're really really going to create that this year.
0: Yeah, and if those people fall away, it may just be for the time being. They yep. may just fall away for now because they have to do the work. But let's just th- just think about this. If you are if you are continuously like vibrating at a higher frequency and that other person comes back into your life, they've done the work. Imagine the better version of them. If you wanted them in your life when they were at the vibration they were at previously, imagine how much better they're going to be once you're both vibrating at a higher frequency.
1: Yeah. And sometimes people just need to go through, through things to Mm -hmm. then have a full circle moment and reconnect at a different, you know, time and place. And you hear lots of stories throughout life where it's like, Oh, you know, we weren't, we were great friends 12 years ago and then we reconnected and you know, it was great. Or you hear lovers who, you know, were high school sweethearts and then they go
0: get married, have full families. Exactly. Reconnect later on. Exactly.
1: And you cannot judge it, but you have to understand that this is a year of your soul. Like it truly is. And here's the thing, like if you're listening to us, you are on that trajectory. You just would not be attracted to our work or uh, what we have to offer or the access that we have um, to learn and to grow and to be your best self if you weren't on that path. Mm-hmm. So nobody is listening to this um, unless they're actually doing wanting to do the work and understand themselves you just wouldn't be
0: yeah I would even say like listening to the podcast is doing the work yes so congratulations good job
1: yeah And, you know, it's, it's not, it's not easy. And so there's a lot of things that are going on this year, um, again, with relationships. So just be aware of our words and be aware of what we're telling you and kind of think of it in the back of your mind when this stuff is playing out, like, is this for my highest good? And how do you know something's for your highest good? Well, this is like a little exercise that I do quite often. And we teach, um, the highest self, um, integration Um, workshop. And it is amazing. It's life-changing. And that is when we actually integrate in the energy of your highest self. But at any time you can access your higher self. So if you're wondering if a relationship or a situation is meant for you, I ask you to almost like sit across, like pull up a chair in your living room and you sit on one and you have an empty chair across from you. And you have a conversation with your future Or highest best self so you say Carly Mm -hmm. should I stay in this relationship please tell me what life looks like you know five years from now Mm -hmm. and let the words that are flowing through come now if you can't do this on your own ask a trusted friend or or somebody to do this with you so like me and Carly could sit across from each other and I could say okay Carly, I'm going to tell you what my life looks like five years from now. Mm-hmm. And Carly could say, you know, should you stay with your partner? What does life look like? Are you with your partner? Mm-hmm. Your body? No. You no. Know,
0: and it's really interesting. It's always like, you know, when people are like heads or tails, the first one that comes to mind, you always when pick. When it's in the air.
1: Yeah, yeah, you always
0: pick. Same thing with these questions. Should I stay with them? Yes or no? The first word that comes to your mind you know.
1: Yeah. And when you sit, everything
0: else is an ego thing.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And when you sit on that chair and you do that exercise and you really let your, your highest self come through and talk, not your ego, but your body and you talk and you say, you know, I'm, I'm married. Um, I'm not with, you know, him anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, I found somebody three months later, uh, I wasn't ready, but we worked on things together or, you know, whatever the story may mm-hmm. be, it unfolds. And you're like, Oh my God. And that version of you too, will also be like, don't be scared. Yeah.
0: They, they always say that because yeah. it's so true. And I always, I've been lately, I've been using this too. It's, you know, I'll ask myself a question and if I don't, if I don't follow my first answer, let's say, okay, should I stay with him? And it says, no. And then I go, Yes. Yeah. But whenever I get a, yeah, but it's the wrong answer. It's ego. It's ego Mm -hmm. because now you're rationalizing and you should never rationalize because if you're rationalizing, you're compensating and trying to cover something up, which means it's not in alignment.
1: Yes. So this year, um, is a big year of getting out of your head. Mm -hmm. Okay. So your head is your ego and it's on repeat. Okay. Oh,
0: it's the worst. So today,
1: (laughs) um, we have a lot that's going on here in the world of cocoa and, um, we're going to have a lot of teachings on, on that and a whole entire podcast on what is about to unfold. And let me tell you, um, my ego and my head is wild. Um, it's wild in general, but it's definitely wild today. And I, really struggle at times with with that, but I'm so aware now that I know the difference and because I've worked so hard to know my body. So here's the thing. This is going to be a year of getting out of your head. Now, how do you get out of your head? Because you're going to go and you're going to make these decisions and you're going to do all these things that you feel that is truly in alignment with your soul. Okay. So I ask you, Carly, give me a question that we would somebody would be struggling with this year? Should
0: I stay at my current position at my job?
1: Okay. At my job, my career. Okay. So this year, um, you're going to also be, um, looking at that because let's be honest, everybody, about 90% of people are in the wrong career. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're doing it for comfort. They're doing it for uh all fear. the fear, just straight up, fear and comfort. That's why you're in the job, and because someone told you to. Yeah. You know that you are, um, you know, I hope she's listening. One of our girls that comes tonight with Coco, she works in the hospital and she should be a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. And she stays in the hospital because of the comfort and fear.
0: And I would say the programming of a career in makeup versus a career at the hospital.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So there she's one of many, many examples. Um, Carly was one of them. You know, even me, you know, 15 years ago was one of them. Now, you're sitting here this year and you want to leave your career. And you have an idea and it's, you know, I'm going to go, say, do makeup, Okay. So I ask you to close your eyes in this moment and you take a deep breath in. You really relax into your body. You breathe in and out and you just relax. If you see any thoughts coming into your mind They are like bubbles and you pop them with a pin because they do not exist. They are just thoughts. So in this practice, you take a deep breath in and you relax a little bit more. You now ask your question, should I stay at the career that I'm at this year? Or should I leave? As you ask your question, two doors appear in front of you. They can be either color of your choosing, whatever appears to you. It doesn't matter either way. While you're sitting with yourself in this stillness, you repeat the question once more. You walk slowly to the left door this is the yes door. If you left your job, this is the door. You open up this door and you see everything that happens when you leave this career. Now, in this moment, how does your body feel? If you're seeing visions, allow them. But how does your body feel? Don't listen to your mind and the thoughts. How does your body feel? Do you feel excited? Or do you feel like puking? Do you feel calm? Notice that right now. When you're ready, shut that door. Take a deep breath in and out. Now you will go to the next door. Whatever color that is to you, this is the no door. Open that door. You might see visions, you might hear words. Whatever you see, let it be. But how does your body feel? Feel how your body feels in this moment, not your mind. And then when you're ready, take another deep breath in and release and open your eyes. That is a practice for you to use this year when you're trying to make decisions.
0: So everyone that was just listening pause this or come back to this whenever you wanted, Cause that was actually just a gift that Coco gave us. That is a full on channeled meditation that she just did impromptu. Yeah. They probably told you to do that here on the podcast. So flag this one, save it. If you ever want to come back to it, mark the time mark there where, um, it started. You'll notice her, her voice actually changed a bit, um, and come back and do this over and over again. That's a great tool for your toolbox.
1: Yes. Because this year you have to learn the difference between what your mind is saying and what your body is telling you, because your mind is going to keep you safe and in fear over and over and over and over again. And your body is your best friend because your body and your soul, even though you fight at times are a sacred union that are here to tell you the truth.
0: It's really interesting is your body never lies, but your mind does. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Your body will never lie. Here is, you know, some logic if I can give you some. Oh, how, logic. <laughs> uh, how many times you know using relationships again is you knew you shouldn't have went on that date. Oh yeah. Or you knew that like a million things. Your body told you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I can't even remember all of them off the top of my head, but I was like I knew. What knew? Wasn't your mind that knew? Yeah. Think about that. Think about instances in your life. It was your body that
0: knew. It wasn't your mind because you still ended up going. <laughs> your yes. mind told you to go, so you went. It's not your mind, but your body had a physical reaction, I'm sure.
1: A hundred percent. Every single time. Or when you get that gut feeling or whatever. You know, how many times have you heard people being like, I knew they were in an accident. Oh, yeah. You know, I felt it. Something mm-hmm. wasn't right. When that phone rang, I knew. knew. Before you picked up. No, your mind didn't know. It was your Your body. body. So the practice that you're just giving is so important for this year to help you move out of your mind and into your body, because that is what this year is about. It is so much about getting connected to who you truly are. And obviously we have so much sand that has been on top of us that has buried us and we have so many wounds and stuff that has dimmed our light but that is truly the magic to this year Mm -hmm. is you have to face these wounds yep and it's not talk therapy it's not behavioral changing it is actually reversing the energy within your body and your soul to then move into alignment. And it's not as hard as it sounds. No, it really isn't.
0: It isn't. It seems daunting when you think about it, but this is, this is the great thing is because it's your life. You are literally doing the work all day, every day. So yes, me saying that out loud sounds like a lot, but it's not, it's just being aware is all it is.
1: Yeah. When you become aware, that's when everything kind of changes. I think the work just like really snowballs after that. It becomes And you can't get away from it. No. So it ends
0: up happening where you are just so aware that you are aware of everything, which means you're doing the work all the time. So you don't even have to put work in to do the work. It's an amazing thing. (laughs) Well and it's
1: really interesting because um a lot of people that, you know, do become aware or in our world they come to our nights with cocoa I'm always like, you can't undo what you've been told. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my coach, for example, at the gym, like, I'll be working out. And it just happened last week too. I was in the middle of a workout and he happened to been working out uh, with me that day. And I looked over at him and I was like going to the whiteboard and writing, writing stuff down on the whiteboard. And so afterwards I did a whole channel for him about his life. And I looked at him and I was like, you know, you're entering a dark night of the soul here a bit, but you really, you can't, you can't stop it. No. Like, you can't. Like, the
0: only way through is... Or the only way out is through. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this year, um, also here's the thing. It is either going to be the best year of your life or it's going to be the worst year of your life. In- and by
0: saying worse, it still will end up being the best yes. by the end.
1: <laughs> yes. Because you need to go through all that is coming mm-hmm. at you so that you can then move to a higher consciousness so that you can then move into alignment with who you truly are and what you want to do. And here's the thing, like we always say this, like, People will come and possibly like, you know, begin to do a little bit of the work or they're interested or they're like, oh, I've always been into astrology and I've always been into, you know, soul and, you know, the other side or whatever you want to label it. But they're in, their ego's into it. Because mm-hmm. when your soul's into it, it doesn't matter what it takes. You will do the work to live your best, most aligned life. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. The energy right now is cohesive to that. So before we came on, um, I did a download where they were talking about people at the beginning of the year always kind of stand on the cliff. So I'm going to get yeah. Carly to explain this a little bit of what I downloaded about our year and how we're supposed to look at it and live live through it
0: yeah so what's really interesting is we kind of started the the podcast by saying hey new year new me right so basically what happens is at the beginning of the year think of it as we're all standing on a cliff all right we're all standing on this cliff we're overlooking let's call it a model town so there's like a little town down there kind of like the game the sims let's say so we're standing on the cliff and we're looking over looking at this town and we are in full control To be the architects of this town so we can put buildings where we want we can put water where we want so let's say we're all standing on this cliff and me personally i look down and i see a building i don't like where it's situated right now and because i am in full control of this town i can move it but what happens is as i'm standing there the clouds roll in and i'm above the clouds but i can no longer see the town so I know the building's still there and I know I still want to move it, but today is not the day because the clouds, which are actually representing the collective energy, are in the way. But I give it some time and the next day it's a sunny day and I can do a lot of work on a sunny day, so it's sunny. I'm looking down, I can see everything clearly, I pick up that building and I move it.
1: Yeah, so they, um, the committee, the um, our... I have a committee of guides that downloads this information. Um, we're saying and showing through me that we have to look at our lives in 2020, not linearly, not standing on that cliff and like looking at like the street that we're on, you know, looking at our city like as our how life. How do I
0: get to that building that I need to move?
1: You, you don't want to look at your life that way. Right. Okay. You want to rise up and look at your life from a bird's eye view. Okay. Above and that's the
0: weather above the
1: clouds. Exactly. And that's how you're going to see your life unfold. And knowing that you kind of have the positioning of the game chips to move your city, AKA your life mm-hmm. around as you please. And because you can see the clouds, the energy from day to day, you know, That one, everything is working out for you Mm -hmm. exactly how it should. You'll get that building where you need it to be. And there is storms that come in and there is rain and there is snow. And oh, there's, you know, some interference from this and this and this, but because you can see your life as a bird's eye view, you're the witness of your life versus being in your life, Mm -hmm. you can then pull yourself out and be, you know, in power.
0: Because think about this. If we're looking at time linearly, aka, I need to go left on this street, right on this street to then get to the building. If I'm on that street taking those left and right turns and those clouds roll in, I'm not doing, like, I'm I'm in it. I'm in yes. that storm. Yes. Whereas if I'm looking at it from a bird's eye view from on top on the cliff, I'm purely just above the clouds. And it means just pause. I just need to pause for however long the storm is Surrender. There. Surrender. And then continue my
1: work. Because you can see your life as a bird's eye view, knowing that even though you're frustrated because there's clouds, that you can see the whole big picture, that everything is unfolding. The mist and everything is all unfolding to help clear you out and then move you into full alignment of 2021. So 2020 is just a massive year where that city is your soul. Your city wants to be cleaned up, it wants better trees, it wants more flowers, and it wants to be in full alignment with who you are and what you came here to do. Because 2020, starts also the brand new seven-year cycle, and it starts a new decade. So in the previous decade that we've lived in, it was ego. Mm. It was very ego-driven. It was very like, how much more can I get? You know, everybody look at me. Mm -hmm. You know, the rise of social media where it's like, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me, and all just all the ego things. And now we're moving into the decade of soul and of service, and of alignment, and really doing things in flow. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're in flow, you don't have to try. You don't have to hustle. And I know that's a hard concept to understand. And me, I mean, I'm the queen. I used to be the queen of hustle, the queen of girl boss, the queen of forcing, the queen of amazing manifestations. But it was so Hard, you guys. Like I could see the manifestation that I want it, but I would drag myself through the mud for so long to create that manifestation. Now you literally see that manifestation, and you just move into vibrational alignment through your, your soul. I know that's hard to grasp. It took me a long time to get to this point of grasping it. But now that I'm here and really moving into it with the manifestation that's coming out and through me in this time period, I'm like, this is the magic mm-hmm. that we forgot. We give we give so much away to the external. And this year, you're really, really going to realize how much you've been giving your power away to the external.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And... Those of us that are vibrating up that are, you know, the bird's eye view, we're no better than anyone else, but we are vibrationally in a different place. So the height of abundance, joy, and freedom that we're going to feel as we fly kind of the bird's eye view, what's going to be on the opposite
0: will be intense, will be
1: intense. Yeah so always balance. so like you said those in the street with the fog yeah it's going to be i keep saying it the wash machine year yeah it started in 2018 moved really hard into 2019 and now you know like right when your wash machine's about to like go it's off, like shaking. S- into spin <laughs> spin that's going to be a lot of people's lives mm-hmm. and there's going to be a lot of blame Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of chaos and it's going to be, he said, she said, it's your fault. There's going to be so much erraticness, so much pulling.
0: What do we always say? Hairy. It'll get hairy. It's going to be
1: hairy. Mm -hmm. And you have to really, really raise your consciousness to stay out of it. And you know, listen to our tips and tricks, like you know, the previous episode where we talked about social media and stuff. You really have to keep your vibration high, because that is how you excel in this in this year and in this decade. Mm-hmm. And that is through everything vibrationally this year. That's through water, that is big time in food. Yeah. Food is food like is a huge. is huge, 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 huge. And That is one of my biggest things this year that I'm going to even fine tune even more is the clearer I can get my channel, the better. And I think you would even agree that for yourself Mm -hmm. as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, even for me now, I like, I have a lot of cleaning up to do, but the awareness that's brought to me now when I eat something that's not in alignment or that is, you know, good for me. It's crazy. Yes. It's like I can't go to some restaurants now because of how they prepare their food. And these are my favorite restaurants. They're fantastic restaurants. Great food. But just the vibration of that food is just not aligning with me anymore.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I, I've been there for probably about two years now where it's literally, I go to about two different restaurants. And if I end up having to go um, out in a social setting with somebody, which usually doesn't happen because I really um, am aware of where I want to go and what I don't want to do. But if it happens, even then it's like, I am very aware of what I order because I know instantly it's going to hit me. And you know what ego, I had to go through it a lot. Where it was like, well, you know, it's not going to affect me this time. Yeah. And I eat it. And vibrationally, right away, it's just like you're lethargic. You feel weighed down. You feel foggy. I mean, the heart palpitations, the rashes.
0: And it's not even like, you know, the typical, oh, it upsets my stomach. It's like... you. It's crazy, like it's different. You, it's different, you I don't, don't even, you don't, you
1: feel like you're out of body. You start you feeling, you're not you, yourself. You know, like it's not even like. And I've had a gluten intolerance for you know the last you know two decades, and it's not even comparable to that. It's just, you're not in your, your body is giving you a big, you know, middle finger Mm -hmm. and you're feeling it. And Mm -hmm. so that's all lessons on how to move into alignment with your soul and how to trust your body is your food Mm -hmm. and how you feel. And it's really funny because, you know, previously in my life, I would, you know, eat whatever. I was never conscious of any restaurant of anything. It was just basically like, Oh, I don't feel like ribs. So we're not going there. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, um, my stepdaughter wanted to go Christmas shopping. So I was like, okay, like, let's go. And we decided to go to some, you know, luxury burger place. And, you know, we, again, we never eat anywhere different than one other place. And I thought, well, what the heck? So we went and we ate it. And when we got out, she looked at me and I looked at her and she was like, ah, (laughs) Like it just is heavy. Like I feel out of it. And I was like, yeah. And I said to her, pay attention to how you feel. Mm -hmm. How does your body feel? And she's like, we never eat like this. Like we eat such high vibrational foods and yeah, we still, you know, could be better, but we've really, really eat, you know, really clean and vibrational and have for quite some time. So when you have that contrast, your body tells you. Yeah. So that's going to be a big theme for this year mm-hmm. as we raise consciousness and you'll realize that, you know, what you put in is going to react Yeah. and it's going to keep you stuck. And you're, it's funny how the vibration of foods cause all the action like the reactions in your life to happen. You know, like if you eat the you're you're out for the count.
0: Oh yeah, like for like for me if I eat something that's not high vibrational. Like I've actually been at a really well-known like steak house in town. Delicious, used to be my favorite restaurant. I was there for a family dinner. It was like a holiday or, or it was a birthday, someone's birthday. I had my favorite steak that I always get and literally I was in the bathroom for probably about five to 10 minutes after I finished my meal at this restaurant. Like that's embarrassing, but it was that fast that it hit me to the point where my mom came in the bathroom was like, are you in here? Well, (laughs) she was so concerned about me.
1: And it's funny because, you know, I have no judgments towards, you know, uh, veganism or plant-based or anything, but there, it really truly is true um, from my journey and from my standpoint that when you eliminate a lot of items that have a heartbeat, um, that you just clear out more and you feel way more vibrationally aligned. And I used to be, uh, I used to fight it. Yeah. I used to cling. I'm not going to lie. But now my life, I'd say is about 90% plant-based. Um, I, I don't have any, um, labels around it. You know, if there is, if I do want a burger or something, I will do it. But I'm conscious when I eat it, how do I feel? Right. Um, but it, it's really interesting. That's a whole other topic, but it's interesting how when you move up in vibration, it's just, it's it's what you what 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 happens, yeah. honestly. So also um another big thing that's going to happen this year is the ascension. Um, is just going to happen. And I have some mentors that I like to follow, um, in Ecuador and they're, um, they're, they're uh, older. They have been doing this type of work for almost 18 years. And they had said the other day that more people are going to go through Ascension this year in their 18 years combined. So Ascension is, I would say the next tier on your like spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. So like you have like a whole kind of pyramid of spiritual awakening. And when you first, you know, awaken, it's like that for that that however long of time where you're just like, oh my gosh, you're so excited. and It all
0: makes sense to me. Yeah. And you're
1: just like really excited and you're like starry eyed and you can't believe it. And then you kind of start into perhaps like a dark soul of the night and, um, you really kind of go through the, the breakdowns of, of your false self and the limiting beliefs in the programming. So using me as an example, I did that for about three years and in 2019, right a year ago, right this exact moment, I started my ascension. So ascension is, I mean, you're ascending from, from birth, but ascension is when you really, really move to the seat of your soul and you dismantle like your ego, and you move up into higher consciousness, and you really see yourself as a witness of your life versus like the person who's just kind of living it unaware. Mm-hmm. And Carly started her ascension in the fall, and was it yes. Why? When would you think you've started it?
0: No, I just feel like I've been told it was some time else, but I think you're right. No, it I was, think you're right. it was September. Why am I questioning you? You know,
1: it was in September. Never question Coco. <laughs> was, well, I mean, you can. I mean, I can um, I've learned that I'm never right though. So. It was, no, no, it was right, in September. Right. Yeah. It was when you quit your job yeah, and she started her Ascension. And I remember my partner even saying like Carly starting her Ascension now. And if I was to look at Carly for an example, um her awakening journey and then her ascension, like she has probably fast tracked, you know, so fast since you've moved into your ascension.
0: Oh yeah. For sure.
1: Like your consciousness level.
0: Well, just think about like a, a, like being awake was probably like a year and a half and ascension's been four months. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's crazy. So why a lot of people choose ascension is going to be so much more fast track, I feel personally, is because there was the people, you know, like the mentors that the only people that I would say in physical realm. Um, that I would classify mentors of mine have been doing this for 20 years almost. Mm -hmm. Or there was me that did like a lot of clearing and there's a million other lights who are on their ascension already who cleared the energy pathways for everybody else to come behind. Mm -hmm. So this year, um, I feel that consciousness is just going to be wild and amazing. And, you know, you're going to find your pods of people and you need to search for them and find them. You know, you don't even need to search for them. You just need to change your frequency and you're going to find them. They'll find you. Yeah. Yeah. And vice versa. So this is going to be a year of consciousness. This is going to be a year of massive, massive breakthroughs and, and miracles and all those, you know, things that, you have wanted in your life are gonna gonna start happening because you're moving into the vibrational frequency of it Mm -hmm. and 2020 is just it's going to be phenomenal and honestly like the decade as a whole like I can't even download fast enough the information of everything that is going on but as, as I do, I'm definitely going to share in the things that we learn, but hopefully we've given you some tangible information and things for you to look at your life and understand that 2020 is a big one. And to follow, you know, the social media accounts that we put out that has the energy reports and the things to help you, you know, you don't have to walk this alone, but the biggest hot tip that I can give you of the year is you've got to look at yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to, I mean, you, you didn't find our work by chance. You found it because your soul knows. And when you start peeling away these layers and finding the things that work for you, you're going to move into alignment and you really, really, truly got to stop caring what everyone else thinks.
0: That's the number one.
1: And I know that's hard because it's so easy to say that. And I live this, okay? Like people be like, you got to stop caring, like don't care. But my wound was so big, my self-worth wound, that I had to really, really sit with my shadow self, aka my self-worth wound, and heal that so that i could get to the point where people don't care. And we were talking about that earlier about we're like, wow, like isn't it wild that like so many people are scared to stand in their truth and alignment and talk about all this stuff. Yeah. That's what's 2020 is going to be about is like being authentically who you are no matter where you go. And we were laughing at lunch earlier because when i first, you know, came out of the closet like 3 years ago, the label that I gave myself was Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And I said it to all my friends and my family and it just was relatable. It was like that bridge to try and explain to people. Yeah. And then today we just had like this aha moment. I'm like, we no one calls it that. Anyone no, that we
0: associate ourselves with. They, if we said that they'd look at us and be like, really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's actually like an embarrassing label for us now because we've grown so much that. I personally just stand in my power and I don't care. And so does Carly. Like mm-hmm. we, like Carly. But what's like super interesting too is when you do that, you the people, you'd be so
0: surprised at the people that it resonates with.
1: When everybody wants to talk, everybody Everyone, wants to talk all, about it. Whenever
0: I like, whenever Coke and I go out, if we're together, if we're not Whoever I'm talking to, somehow we talk about this stuff. Yes. Like we just get on this tangent. It's like they know or they want to talk to me about it or somehow, I guess, in my responses to questions they're asking me, it comes up. But it's super interesting. And I haven't found someone yet that is super not responsive. And if they are, then I just change the subject and it's no big deal. I, I roll with it.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, and it's so funny because all the labels that people put out there and that's a big thing for 2020. And I feel like both of us kind of did that work heavily in 2019 where I just don't care. Like you can label me whatever you want. Like, I don't even know what the labels are. Like, you know,
0: Miss Cleo (laughs) or, or witchy
1: or, Uh, I mean, not real or like, I mean, do people even call it religion? Like that makes me want to puke. Cult? Oh, cult! <laughs> yeah, cults. cult is it's a cult. good one. Cult <laughs> that is so old right Don't worry,
0: guys. We have a Kool Aid brand that's coming out soon, and y'all can buy it and drink our
1: Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, like cult or like religion. No, you guys, it's not cult. It's not religion. It's soul. It's energy. It's like I mean, it's our life. But we have been so put into a box that and told that x y and z it's just it's so wild that's a whole other topic but this is 2020 and this is the year that you come out of the closet like own your authenticness own who you are you know start on tapping your gifts like stop hiding behind you know ego your ego and fear yeah your ego and fear Like, share on your social media accounts who you truly are. Talk about it with people. And when you stand in your power and you change your language, everyone shifts around you. And I own my shit. So like people don't even know how to respond to me anymore.
0: I was, you know, what was just coming to me is I recently just posted a, a photo about saging your home. Just it's something that I do Makes it cleanses the energy in my home. And I had someone reach out to me and they just, they went off on me and I kept responding with, you know, high vibe. Like I wasn't getting to me. I was like, this is what I do. And it is what it is. And I was being very, very kind to this person. And the kinder I got, the more frustrated they got. And I was like, it's okay. Like light and love to that person because clearly they're angry. Clearly they have wounds. And I triggered that. I stirred the sand in them by posting that photo. So I am proud that I did that for that person because who knows the conversations they had now, maybe not, you know, they're not talking about me in the best way, but that's on them. That's no reflection of me. That's a reflection Mm -hmm. of them. And so I've actually helped that person in the long run. If we think about it like that.
1: Yeah. So You know, honestly, this year is about so much more than, you know, doom and gloom and oh, all that I no longer is meant for me is going to fall away because yeah, that is going to happen. It truly is. And mark my words, you're, you can listen to this on January, you know, 2021 and be like, okay, she was so right. X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z, this all happened. But how do you feel? I bet you, you are now moving onto a trajectory that you didn't know was even possible. And we really just need to stop being in fear because the collective, the world energy is going to keep pulling at you to keep you in fear. And the longer you keep feeding that, like I'm seeing like bread yeast, you know, when you're like feeding, like my partner right now is making sourdough all the time and he has to do the starter. (laughs) It's like
0: the best bread in the world. (laughs) So he has
1: to like feed the starter. So when you feed your ego and you allow the collective energy to keep you pulled down and keep you safe you're no different than the starter and the yeast bread of the sourdough it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it manifests to more and more and more of your life until you realize like who the hell am I and why am I so scared so I think that's a good point to just leave that with you guys and really just come out of the closet, own your authentic light, accept things for what they are and surrender, surrender. And you have to look at your city, AKA your life from a bird's eye view. Mm -hmm. And when you start doing that, you realize that you never were really the player in your game. You were just the person who created the game. You're the creator of your life. You were the person who was moving the chips around. That just came to me. That's great.
0: That's really good.
1: (laughs) Wow. I'm proud of you. That's good. That's a good download that that just came. So you, I'm going to replace that before we go. You were never the player in your game. You have always been the one that has been up above the bird's eye view moving the chips around. So for so long, we have thought that we were the ones on the street Mm -hmm. and that we had no control, that the external forces were the ones that were making the call. Mm -hmm. But what, I mean, we've awakened to, and I'm hoping that you awaken to, is that you're the bird's eye view. You're the one that can move the city however you want it to be, because you're the creator of your life more so than ever before because the energy is here to help you and this is when your greatest life starts to unfold. Welcome 2020.